It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B the corner. The Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Kenny Walker. Touchdown. Smitty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armand Ross. They brought the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Larkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here Wednesday morning to you. It's hump day, the 14th day of February 2024. Also Valentine's Day all across the the Union. So there you go. That's exciting. Coming off of a very dismal Super Tuesday. Good morning to all of you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. We encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword Sports Radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio to 21000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. 866-838-HUGE. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website, XP Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox and you can find us all individually on twitter ryan elke is at ryan l underscore key ben glaze is at the ben glaze and i'm anthony bellino at ac bellino gentlemen good morning to both of you how are we today on this wednesday after a not so super tuesday yeah good morning uh yeah not great night for michigan sports last night holy mackerel oh wow yeah. real bad Real bad, and of course, we'll talk about all of it, but uh, the, the Pistons, the Red Wings, and Michigan all on the road, yep. not a single one of them could come home with a dub. Not a single one. Nope. <laughs> and uh, the Detroit and Edmonton game was fun through two periods. That was cool. That got out of hand. The Illinois-Michigan game wasn't fun at all. No, no, no. And uh, the, the Pistons-Lakers game, I mean... You know, they lost by, uh, what, 14? So it wasn't, um, it was fun as long as you could stay up. Right. That's basically what it was. You're just fighting the, uh, fighting the sleep there is about all you could do. And just not a great night. Yeah. And really nothing you can, uh, you could do when, you know, the Lakers have their starting five. Everybody goes for uh, double digits and, you know, they, uh, they, they just, they did a number on us. Flat out did a number, but there were some really winnable categories and some things to feel, uh, you know, good about. You know, another game where you know Detroit's called for twenty four fouls, the Lakers are called for fourteen. Hmm. Uh, we just didn't shoot it very well from three, and that's really you know the difference in this ball game is that they shot forty percent, we shot you know eight for twenty eight, which is you know twenty eight percent. 
Outside of that, you know, you, you win in the rebounding category. You're better off in the turnover margin. You know, you're doing a you're doing a relatively good job in the other portions of the game. But you know, if the Lakers are going to shoot fifty percent or better from the field, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, there's no doubt about that, and that's that's where tough shooting night for Cade and Jaden. I'm glad they started though. That was cool. Uh, I'm, I'm always happy when when that happens. And James Wiseman. What is up with the randomness of these lineups? How many people, do you know how many people we played last night? No, I do not. We played seven guys off the bench. Oh, wow. Last night. Like, it's crazy. Like, Monty Williams, he really is like a CYO coach. This dude will play everybody that's on the team. I don't remember that happening uh, in Phoenix. I would need somebody who, who watched a lot of Phoenix hoops to tell me if that was the case there. Uh, out west, because this dude will play everybody. If you're hanging out over there, he wants to know like how much run you got in you. Come on out, Let's see if we can get everybody 20 minutes for uh, equality's sake, right? Everybody hit their uh, everybody hits their minimum time they got to play. Must appear, must appear in uh, God. What was the rule? Three quarters or something like that, or or two quarters? I think that that that's what our rule was. And so you had to have to, you had to have substitutions. They tracked the subs to make sure that your team was, you know, still uh, in the realm of legality. But yeah, they made everybody appear. I think it was uh, I think it was two quarters, two or three. And so for that, like that part was kind of a that's a unique way to do it. Not putting a minutes restriction on it. That's way better. I'd rather have it like that. Uh, obviously, in the NFL, this doesn't really uh, exist. So we're just having fun with it. Uh, that's what it sounds like, but um, yeah, that's where we are. That's where we're at with this team is the fact that this group will absolutely play everybody under the sun on the roster, which is kind of shocking at the NBA level. So we'll talk about the Pistons last night. John Wagner will join us. Uh, Michigan loses. Pistons lose, Wings lose. We've got a new deal between ESPN and the college football playoff. The details on that, why it is concerning uh, for me, why I'm not a big fan of this uh, this at all. I think that this is a terrible, uh, terrible move, but that's just me. Uh, so we will uh, we will get into uh, all of those topics and more here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. But first, we'll get you all caught up with all the happenings across the world of sports. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. All right, huge news. The Eagles' Hassan Reddick didn't ask for a trade, but is, however, ready for whatever comes next. So he said that he never requested a trade from the Philadelphia Eagles days after a source confirmed ESPN team granted the edge rusher permission to seek a trade. So I don't, I don't know what that means. He said he never asked for a trade. However, I do understand it's a business preparing for whatever's next. He's scheduled to enter the final season of a three-year $45 million deal. That's pretty crazy. Um, he did good. I, he outpaced that. 16 sacks in 2022. Uh, three and a half more in that postseason. Had 11 more sacks uh, this past year, marking the fourth consecutive season. He's reached double-digit sacks. Be great to see him move on from there. 
uh, in, in, in leave Philadelphia. That would be awesome. Uh, the Niners, Eric Armstead is targeting a training camp to return uh, from his surgery, a torn meniscus in his right knee. The Detroit Lions uh, went to uh, British Columbia to find a different Lion. They have signed the Canadian Football League's most outstanding defensive player, 28-year-old Matthew Betts. He's on a reserve futures contract. He was named the CFL's uh, most outstanding defensive player after recording a league-best 18 sacks in 18 games last year with the BC Lions. Uh, This guy is pretty interesting. Uh, Initially, before going to the CFL, uh, he was with the Bears as an undrafted free agent cut by the Bears uh, later that year, returned to Canada, played with Edmonton in 2019-2021 in BC uh, the last couple of years, but... He's uh yeah it's it's interesting. I watched I saw some highlights of it. It's like okay yeah we'll see we'll see what happens. I like the fact that Brad Holmes is uh is still working and the fact that Brad Holmes is uh, willing to go outside and you know try to try to look at some different things uh, to add to this team. 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan uh, asked his staff to review the overtime rules with the players. So it sounds like he's pushing it off on everybody else. The UFL, which is the XFL and the USFL is going to keep traditional kickoffs uh, within their inaugural season. So they're not going to do the XFL style. They're going to do the real kickoff. Um, so no more sprint to go get the ball, which I always thought was kind of cool. Uh, UFL kickers are going to line up at the 20-yard line, and it's basically playing to eliminate touchbacks, which is kind of cool. Uh, I do like that. Like, bring bring the kickoff back the problem is is that they you know if, instead of an onside kick they'll do a fourth and 12 from their own 28 defensive pass interference will generally be a 15 yard penalty unless it's deemed to be intentional uh, and coffin corner punts will be touchbacks i think that's kind of crappy that's not the idea there a record 185.6 million was bet on the super bowl uh, with Nevada sportsbooks, so that doesn't include the apps, I don't believe. I think it's just in Nevada. And the Super Bowl 58 setting a TV ratings record. That number officially comes in at 123.7 million viewers. Uh, that broke last year's mark. Nielsen's up, uh, updated its numbers from yesterday that said 123.4. So there you, there you have it. Still did a record 202 million uh, at, at all points over all their streams and in network coverage like that's that's pretty crazy we'll step aside we'll be back with more exes and bros after this here on the michigan sports network find valentine's deals you'll love with one stop at meyer from flowers to sweets it's all in one place get a rose bouquet for $18.99 choose a valentine's day card for someone special then get your favorite wine candy and chocolate or you can build your own bouquet pick the flowers trim arrange them and enjoy and don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store there are so many ways to save this valentine's day when you make just one stop at meyer exclusions apply see all the deals in the meyer app Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866 838 4843. That's 866 838 4843. The Detroit Pistons were on the road last night, fell to the LA Lakers 125 to 111, rolling through the box score. Uh, James Wiseman uh, with 18 points off the bench. That's pretty impressive. 8 of 12 from him. Wouldn't it be something? 18 and 9, by the way. Wouldn't it be something if he actually, like, if he turns out to be something? I, wouldn't that be crazy? I don't know if it's going to happen, but, man, I would be, uh, that, would, that, would, that would really be really be something. Uh, Evan Fournier in 25 minutes, uh, he gave his 13 points on 4 of 9 shooting. Uh, Shake Milton had 8 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists on 4 of 9. Marcus Sasser just could not shoot the basketball last night. He just couldn't do it. I mean, he was one for 10. You know, if he's six for 10, this is a different game. You know what I mean? Like, he just he just could not knock down a shot. And it wasn't just him. I mean, he was one for 10. Uh, Cade was four for 15. Jaden Ivey was five for 16. Like, that's not, a, that's not a winning recipe. If Cade and Jaden are combined going to go nine for 31, Houston We've got a problem. They they've got to shoot combined somewhere in the forty percentile range, and then you're going to be in pretty good shape. Uh, Jalen Dern had eight and eight. Asar Thompson with nineteen points. You know, you see what's happening. It's Asar getting more starts in the starting lineup last night is what the starting lineup should have been the entire time. So the, the the starting lineup that I've been talking about since night one uh, is, and as long as everybody's healthy, this should be the starting lineup. Asar Thompson, Jalen Duran, Cade Cunningham. Jaden Ivey, there is no... Simone Fontecchio was your your fifth starter there, and that's fine. He was three of six from the field, so definitely toned it down from his uh, his shooting the other night. Eight points, four rebounds, four assists in 26 minutes. That's all fine and dandy. He was a minus 19, and Cade was a minus 17. That was the worst pairing right there. Oh, Jalen Durden was minus 16, so uh, the Lakers starters had a a good day. But that should be and always should be the starting lineup. Like no no ifs ands or buts about it. Like that's you can if you want to start Fontecchio, great. You want to bring him in off the bench, that's cool too. Does not matter to me. Thompson, Duran, Cade, Jay Divey, the core four. Those are the guys that are you know those are the guys that are are going to be your starters. And I don't know why it's taken that long. I don't know what what is so difficult about that to understand. But those are your guys, and then you know you're going to bring back Isaiah Stewart. Uh, whenever he comes in, hopefully he has a very clear-cut, defined role with Marcus Sasser now uh, off of the bench, and they can and they can figure out how to make this thing work. Christian Wood, the former Detroit Piston, had 11 and four in limited minutes, only 13 minutes for him. But Anthony Davis with 20 points, 14 rebounds, four assists. 
Rui Hachimura was completely unstoppable. The dude had seven minutes when the game started, then finished with 15, which was kind of odd. Uh, LeBron James, a very efficient night for him. Nine of 15 from the floor, three of six from three, four of four from the stripe, 25 points, one rebound, eight assists in 31 minutes. Uh, D'Angelo Russell finished with 21 points. That was a uh, pretty, pretty close to be the team high there. Obviously, with LeBron with 25, he gets the game high and the team high. And then uh, Austin Reeves, AR-15, uh, finished with 15 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, a block. Like that dude, he is, God bless him, he is something. But he is a great other guy, and it's really worked out well for him. And you know what? I'm happy for him. Like, good for uh, good for him. Like, that's that's exciting. Lakers win the season series 2-0. They won earlier in the year back in November. Uh, late November, they won 133-107. to 107. Uh, They win last night 125-111. to 111. The Detroit Pistons now fall to 8-45 uh, on the year. That is, uh, that's less than ideal. Uh, the Lakers kind of picking some things up. They got their fifth win in their last six games. Detroit now loses back-to-back after winning uh, back-to-back, and it doesn't get any easier as they're right back in action tonight. That's right. They're going to be on the road continuing the uh, the West Coast swing making their way down south. Remember, they were Sacramento, so central slash NorCal, if you will. Went up to Portland to play play the Trailblazers, then down to L.A. playing the Clippers and the Lakers in back-to-back games. They'll shoot over to uh, Phoenix to take on the Suns, and then they will make their way back home before going uh, to Indiana to take on the Pacers. So all in all, um, you know, kind of where we are, where we are at here, with this club, uh, I still think that the last two games you lose to the Clippers by six, Lakers by fourteen. Uh, I'm okay with that. I feel like we have a very like now. I feel like with some of the moves that we have made, we have uh, t- taken away Monty Williams' ability to screw this up any further, and now we can look forward to, you know, watching the young guys play together. Uh, that's what I'm most uh, in, interested in. That's what I, you know, I believe in. If you listen to the show, uh, you know that. But this is a really tough stretch uh, to open up. You know, the the month of February. Like this is not this is not easy. You got these uh, what these six games on the road. You come home to return and, and play the Magic on the 24th. Then you go right back to the road for two straight. Come home, back on the road for two straight before you finally have like a long set established six game. Uh, homestand, that's really nice. Uh, but it's it's going to be, they're, they're, there's not a lot of time left here, folks. Like, there really isn't. I mean, we've got, you know, the last half of February here, the month of March, in four games in April, and this thing is done. They are they are done. So they've got, they've got a few more games to win. I believe that they can. I am inspired and encouraged by the moves that they made and how they, how they have tried to readjust. It looks like they're finally committing to this idea that the the four youngsters need to play together. So that's a smart, intelligent move. And then if you want to move on from somebody next year, then you can. But we got to at least know what it looks like. And we have to have a legitimate sample size of what it looks like. Don't run these guys out here for 5, 10, 15, 20 games. Be like, oh, there you go. Through 20 games. No, no, no. They need to be playing the bulk of the season. And they've already missed a lot of time together because our coach, for whatever reason, is an ostrich. So now at this point, you've got about 30 games left. You have a couple of games already under your belt. Like, let's let's put you them. Know, let, let's figure this out and let's see how let's see how this can this can work in a uh, more sensible fashion 
uh, for all parties involved. That's what I'm looking for. And then, like I said, if in the offseason or at the deadline, if you wanted to move off of somebody because it wasn't working and you wanted to, okay, then fine. But we need at least to have a legitimate sample size that isn't, you know, 10 games and, well, that doesn't work. Like, no, I mean, if you gave Killian Hayes you know, four years, you can, you can give these guys 40 games. It's really not, I mean, it's not that big of an ask, especially because the team isn't any good. You know, at 8 and 45, they are 17 and a half games back of the Chicago Bulls for fourth place in the standings. Like, it's, it, it, it's as bad as it's ever been. I mean, legitimately, this is a historic season. Now, they can still, you know, try to, you know, batten down the hatches here and come out swinging and, you know, do God knows what. Uh, I have no idea. But, you know, the Pistons with eight wins. The Washington Wizards with nine wins. Then you have San Antonio at 11, Charlotte at 12, Portland at 15, Memphis at 18, Toronto at 19. Those are the only teams in the NBA right now. There's seven of them that have under 20 wins on the season. Uh, The biggest surprise maybe is the fact that Charlotte, with the legal troubles of Miles Bridges, the injury to LaMelo Ball, it seemed like they had something there. That blew up. That's sad. Uh, San Antonio, their reign of terror is is over, but at least they have Wemby, so you got building pieces. Uh, Portland's been kind of interesting, uh, with Jeremy Grant being the veteran with what they're trying to assemble out there. Then Memphis, of course, would, you know, John Morant has to be – has to be disciplined by the league and then comes back and gets injured. I mean, that's just the, you know, I, that's just unfortunate. And the Washington Wizards, they haven't been any good ever. So what's the difference? All right. We'll step aside. When we return, uh, John Wagner will join us. We'll talk a little Tigers baseball as uh, the opening of spring training is right around the corner. Man, I'm uh, very, very excited about that. I've got high expectations. What does John think about him? He thinks I'm crazy. We'll talk about it next year. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. 
This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Join us now, a member of the National Football Foundation and Football Writers Association of America. Also spent a couple of decades covering the Detroit Tigers minor league system. Our good buddy, John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Johan, my good man, good morning to you. How are you? How's life? How are things, partner? Anthony, I am a little slice of heaven. How are you, this beautiful... Bright, sunny, wonderfully beautiful day. Wow, that was uh, you know, hey, look, it's it, it's a new day, and uh, you know, Michigan basketball didn't do very well last night, getting thumped on the road at Illinois. So trying to trying to just move past that, and uh, we could talk about it was a Super Tuesday between the Red Wings and the Pistons and Michigan hoops. So it was a big Tuesday night, but uh, it's a big week as you know what pitchers and catchers are reporting. First workout as a team scheduled for February 18th for the Detroit Tigers. And John, I may have been a little boisterous about this. But I think that this is the year. I really do. And by the year, I mean it went, go out there and go ahead and win your division. I think that this is feasible. I think they've got a roster that is good enough to do it, especially with a division that's not like playing in the, uh, I don't know, the AL the East, for example, or, or, or something like that. Like I, I think this, th- this is a very much an attainable goal. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um... You know, it, let me just say this. If if you think it's attainable just because it's such an easy goal to reach, okay. No, I, I don't, think the, I don't I mean, think the playoffs are easy to reach. Well, what's, what's the competition this year for the Tigers? Well, I make, mean, and, I, and trust me, I am not talking wild cards because that is a wild, wild pipe dream for this team. But uh, if if the Tigers are going to make the playoffs, they have to win the division. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you so look yes. at if you look and at, if but you if you look at last year's me. results, you know, from <laughs> you know, you have Tampa Bay with ninety nine wins, you have Texas uh, with ninety wins, and you had Toronto with eighty nine wins. Uh, those teams all made it. D- Detroit still finished better than Cleveland, better than the Angels, better than the White Sox, better than the Royals, better than the A's. Uh, they were tied with the Boston Red Sox at the end of the year with total wins. Like they, it, it's not. I mean, you're talking about eleven games back of making it for the wild card. Like it's not like it's completely preposterous based on the data that I have, considering the inju- injuries that they had and how long it kind of took them to get going last year. Yeah, but. Uh, here's the thing. Have the Tigers made themselves significantly, noticeably, and obviously better this offseason? Um, the keywords key there are obviously and, and noticeably. Oh, yeah, that one too. That would work. Because the answer is no. I mean, they've made I, – I, I like the signing of Kenta Maeda outside of the last couple of years. He's been a very consistent – innings eater he has upside although he's older but you know that's that's a good rot- i mean he's not they've taken a step back rotationally okay losing rodriguez is a huge huge step backwards that they did not address this offseason through free agency or trade okay 
they're going to address it by having Derek Skubal uh, healthy all year. They're going to address it by hopefully having Casey Mize return to a major league mound near you. They're going to address it by having their young pitchers get a little older and more experienced. But, I mean, the, the rotation's taking a step back. Let's, let's be honest here, okay? And did they, their offense was a struggle at big points last season? Did they improve their offense dramatically, noticeably, obviously? No. no. They added Mark Canna. He's going to make their offense a little better, give them a little righty-lefty balance. But, I mean, they didn't – you know, here's the thing. I – they don't have to make flashy signings to get my attention. But they, the fringe kind of work means you're going to put all of the weight of improvement on young people. To make this team better this year, who's going to have to step forward for this Detroit team? If they're better this year than last, who's going to have to take a step up? Well, we're going to need uh, we're going to need Riley Green to play more than a hundred yes. games. Yes, yes, we're definitely yes. we're definitely exactly. going to need that. Uh, Spencer Torkelson, yep. as he got better throughout the course of the season and better as Riley Green was in the lineup. In fact, everybody was. Yep. Uh, we yep. we expect Again, him to young guy. Young guy. Oh yeah, I was just going yeah. down the list of basically exactly. uh, young guys. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like this is and a very young see, roster. That's, that's where I'm driving here. It's I'm not telling you it's impossible. Okay. I am not telling you that. I'm telling you that it's tricky. It's not automatic. It's not obvious. These guys are talented enough that they're capable of doing it, but until they do it, it's just a pipe dream rather than a reality. Can they do it? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, those those guys we just mentioned are very capable of have, taking huge steps forward this season. But you're, you're pegging your improvement on those guys doing that. That's what you're pegging it on. And you don't, there's no alternative. There just isn't. So if it happens, hooray, congratulations. If it doesn't, there's no plan B. And, you know, they might be able to get away with that in the AL Central because the Twins to this point, haven't gotten noticeably better either. You could argue that any increase or any improvements they've made have been incremental as well. And probably a smaller increment than Detroit. Has Cleveland gotten significantly better? If they have, it's only incrementally and probably less than Detroit. And, you know, the Royals, I, I like some of the moves they've made, to be honest. I know a lot of people don't. I do. But are they going to be... They, they don't need to make a jump. They need to make a quantum leap to be competitive in the American League Central. And uh, the White Sox have, I think, more talent than they... Well, certainly than they showed last year. They didn't show any talent last year. They should be better. But I guess your point is the central division is there for the taking. 
will the Tigers step up and take it? Is that is that basically your question? Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of my expectation. Like that, I I expect these guys oh. as close as they were last year with all of the uh, injuries and everything that they faced last year. The fact that. I, I really think that A.J. Hinch did a very good job. I mean, it, it kept them competitive, kept them motivated. Times got tough. Uh, they continued to you know, go out there and you know, eight games out of ten would put together a performance that you could be proud of their effort. Like I, I, For me, I'm excited for the Tigers, and maybe I'm riding a little bit of my, my Lions high here. You know, maybe that's yeah, what it is. I, maybe I, maybe I, I believe that, yes, I have seen something that people didn't think was possible. And for me, there was, uh, there, there was really no, uh, you know, no, in, no reason not to, I guess. Why not us, right? I, I, get, I get kind of worn out where, where people are like, yo, you know, well, they're not going to make it because of what happened last year. Like, last year's completely independent of this year. Like, I'm expecting these professionals to go ahead and, you know, up their, up their game a little bit. I'm expecting people uh, to improve and to put in the work in the offseason and earn that massive contract uh, that they have. I'm expecting this team to come out and believe that they can actually do it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's a bit of a jump, you know. I just, I just don't, I don't think that they gave themselves an off season where they really went out there and blew it up and really have made themselves, you know, significantly improved. I, I, the one thing that sticks with me when I heard you talk, Anthony, is they're only eleven games behind some of these guys. That's a big, that's that's a a hole. Okay? That's a week and a half. That's, yeah, that's a week and a half where you win every game and they lose every game. How often does that happen? How often have we seen this team lose a lot of games? Like I, I mean, it's it's I can't I can't about recently. Yeah, yeah I can't rule it out. Anthony, Anthony, it's way easier to lose them than to win them. Okay, ain't that the truth? It is. If, I mean, you can lose the game anytime you want for a variety of reasons. <laughs> but it's, it's, sometimes you play well enough to win and don't win anyhow. That's what winning is hard. 11 games, that's a, that's a bit of a goal, okay? That, that is not, I think, as easy as you might think it would be. Uh, the, the one reason that you should have hope is it's a young roster and improvement at a variety of positions is, you know, actually, you know, that's, that's doable. It is, that's an attainable goal. You could expect Riley Green to be better. You could expect Spencer Torkelson to be better. You could expect Terry Carpenter to keep developing. You can expect a lot of these young guys, you know, the, all these young pitchers, to figure some things out, get more comfortable, and be successful at the next level. Now, is it enough to make up 11 games in the standings? Uh, that, that's kind of shaky, you know. I, I wish the Tigers would have done more pitching-wise in free agency. Like I said, I'm, I'm a Maeda fan, but he's, he's on the downhill slope of his career. And I'm, I, if they see something in Jack Flaherty that I've missed, I'll be happy to bow to him. But I, you know, I don't know 
about that one. That one, put it this way, something's going to have to change from last year to this year to change my mind about Jack Flaherty being a really big signing. I, I, that, I, I've had several people tell me they equate it to Michael Lorenzen. Man, I do my. I thoroughly disagree with that. Thoroughly. I don't. I'd rather they go out and re-sign Michael Lorenzen, to be honest. And and by the way, that's one other thing to watch, Anthony. There are still some viable options out there. I'm not telling you the Tigers are going to do anything. I have no insider intel on that. None. I'm just I'm watching this from East Central Minnesota. All I'm telling you is there are a lot of players that are still out there. A lot of them. And even if, you know, and I'm just going to make this up, okay? Even if the Tigers don't sign Blake Snell, all right, which they are not expected to, that's an elite arm. And there's going to be, uh, you know, uh, things will happen because of that. People will get pushed down the line. Rosters will change. Free agents will become more viable. And, you know, that may lead the Tigers to making more moves. I got to be honest, I hope so. I hope there are more moves coming. Not because I think this is a 120-loss team. I just think it's not a 90-win team and that more moves may be required. John Wagner, join us right now here on X's and Bros. John, the Detroit Tigers and Bally Sports Detroit, our friends over there at Bally, they have finalized their announcer lineup in broadcast booth plans for the upcoming campaign. And they brought on, as this isn't breaking news or anything like that, but they just made it official and did a nice little release yesterday. Uh, Jason Bonetti will be handling the majority of the games. He will work at least 127 Tigers games per season also because he's with Fox and doing baseball, football, and basketball, yep. radio for Westwood One uh, with hoops as well. He's got some commitments. And so they've got a pretty good succession plan in place. When Benetti is gone, Double D, Dan Dickerson will step in. He will handle the television uh, duties. And then our friend uh, out of uh, of Erie, right? A, a good call up here from Double A Erie. Greg Gagne will handle the radio play-by-play when uh, you know Dan has to slide over to TV. I think it's a very it's a very good lineup. Um, obviously, a broadcast talent, uh, but really Jason Benetti. I mean, the star of the show, one of the more uh, and one of the most likable characters in all of sports broadcasting. It, it it'd be real tough not to like that guy. Yes. If you don't like Jason Benetti, that's a you problem, period, end of sentence. I, I'm a huge fan. I ran into him in the minor leagues when I was covering the Mud Hens, and he was the voice of the, I believe they were the Sky Chiefs at the time, might have been the Chiefs, uh, Syracuse in AAA. He, if you've seen him, though, whether it's football or baseball or basketball or Whatever sport he does, he's an amazing talent. That is, that is the off-season signing of the year for the Tigers, and that is a home run signing. That he's just as good as it gets. He's both in the booth and as a person. What a great move by the Tigers! Well, well done. I, Tigers fans are going to love Jason Benet. But you mentioned Greg Gania. I am a huge fan of Greg as well. Huge, huge fan. I listen to 
a lot of his games covering Erie over the years. Got to meet him as I was hearing about minor leaguers moving up through the Detroit system. He's he's a talent as well. This is in, in both cases. I'll trot out my old phrase: I love it when good things happen to good people. But I also like what's going on in the broadcast booth. And the guy that I think is underrated and is going to really add a lot to Tigers' broadcast is Carlos Pena. Oh, I'm also a huge fan of Carlos Pena, the person. I, 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 you know I like Simo, and I know that that's an acquired taste for some. Duly noted. Won't argue with you. Uh, I'm a big fan of Carlos Pena, though. I, Tigers' broadcasts are in really, really good hands. He is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Argue about Jason Benetti with him there, but not here on this show because we won't handle any of that slander. And as for Greg, we've had him on before. Every time he calls a game, there's a no-hitter. Uh, so you know, we're excited for the 30 no-hitters he's going to have this year because that's just the way that it goes. John, my friend, as always, partner, appreciate the time this morning. No, no pressure on Greg. I hope you and your listeners have a wonderful rest of the week and enjoy even though it's the uh, start of Lent, it's, go get your ashes today, but also enjoy the start of baseball season. Have a great week, everyone. Fat Tuesday yesterday, Ash Wednesday today. Meatless Friday's coming up. All right, also uh, also Valentine's Day uh, today. You got any big plans over there, Ben, for Valentine's Day? No, probably just staying at home. Staying at home? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What are Ryan's got going on for Valentine's Day tonight? I'm not much three, of a romantic. Three kids on a weekday, though. That, yeah, that's, 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 that's tough. tough. Yeah, There's not really a whole lot you can do. Just, you know, maybe some flowers, maybe a balloon. Right. I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. It's a really good question. All right, coming up in uh, in hour number two, we'll talk about uh, Michigan. They're on the road, and they got beat by damn near 30. Mm, it happened again. And and why, why did Chip Kelly... Uh, go to Ohio State. We'll also, speaking of college football, we'll get into that new deal between the college football playoff and ESPN, uh, why that's raising some suspicions, at least over here on my end. Plus, the Red Wings last night, it looked good for a minute, and then it got out of hand uh, real quick. We'll get into all that and more coming up here on Nexus and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Save big on fuel with m Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your m fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. $0.10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. 
TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two Lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.